0: Hey I'm Ariel
1: and I'm Melina
0: and you're listening to the AM and the PM podcast where we basically talk about everything.
1: So buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a wild ride. Okay hey everybody welcome to the AM and the PM podcast if you're listening to this, this our first podcast kind of first off of, you know, years of talking about how we have some really great conversations, right, Ariel? Yeah. And it's yeah. Yeah. a matter of time <laughs> before you <we laughs> publish them to the world. So um, what you can expect from the podcast, everything, Um basically. Yep. we we'll be talking about, you know, our lives, popular culture, some books that we've been reading, some scripture that we've been reading, just books, anything that really speaks to us. You want to add yes. anything to that, or does that really capture
0: everything? I mean, here? I mean, you pretty much said everything. I was gonna be like, yeah, probably will be talking about the Bachelor, Bachelorette, oh, yeah. spinoff of the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Anything that I a meme that I found in the week anything literally anything I'm very excited we don't know what's gonna happen
1: basically and you know like I justify it with like you know God speaks to me through everything that's why it's relevant for me to bring up this random love Island quote that I heard <laughs> on Tuesday afternoon <laughs> <laughs> so it's gonna be great so I think we can just kind of quickly introduce ourselves to the people who um, are listening and may not know us as well um, I can go first so my Melina. I'm 22. I live in Massachusetts. Born in Brazil, but I've lived here basically my entire life. Um, I do a little bit of a lot. <laughs> I feel like to kind of to kind of describe it. Um, I like to write. I have about like six books that are kind of out in the on the interwebs right now. If you wanna, if you wanna search me up. My name is Melina Braga. Um, two poetry ones, one short Christian fiction, and um a trilogy, a fantasy trilogy, and I personally am really biased, but I really love them, <laughs> so great. Um, thank you, thank you so much. Um, I love to express myself through art, I love uh, God, I love to express my love for God through art, and I just think that, you know, I'm thinking about like uh, Joe Biden's inauguration the other day and how people on Twitter were saying that one of the most memorable parts was that poem that Amanda Gorman did, um, yes. Which and I totally agree because it's so beautiful. So, it just reminds me of the the power of like art and conversation and just being able to slow things down and think about it from like a poetic perspective. So, um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> I guess I should go, huh? Uh, <laughs> I'm Ariel,
0: um, 27. I'm actually from Boston, but I moved to North Carolina three years now which is kind of crazy um and I'm currently a grad student getting my master's in counseling mental health counseling specifically um I'm also a writer I never used to be able to say that before like so yeah I do that thing called writing but now I'm like oh yeah I'm a writer um I just launched a blog recently railsramblings.com
1: go check it out um, and-
0: And I have been writing since like middle school, probably since like sixth grade. Um, But you know, besides that, a student, I'm a daughter, sister. Um, I also love the office, so I probably will reference it at some point, (laughs) and in in any of these episodes, um, or just TV culture in, in general. But. Yep, yeah, that's, that's me. Oh, I also do love Jesus, like Melina. <laughs> I will be talking about him as well.
1: So yeah, that's me. As you were talking to, I was like, oh yes, I am also a student and I, <laughs> I am also getting my master's in mental health counseling. But you know, school, I think my brain just momentarily was like, no, we're just not gonna think about that. So, which is that, and we can talk about that too, what that's been like to be a student in a pandemic. Um, yeah, because that segues perfectly into the next, you know,
0: <laughs> we're talking
1: about um, just kind of 2020, right? What do we learn? What do we experience? Just what what are the vibes that we picked up? You know, what even was 2020? What even <laughs> was it? Yeah, <laughs> if we're gonna define you know, it. 2020 was a fever dream, it was, was so, you know. What's so funny too is thinking about like, I'm looking back at my a year ago posts and I'm like, oh my God, life is normal at this point. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we had no idea. January and February, it's so weird to think like um, two months and a half went by mm-hmm. and it was just like normal. And then all of a sudden yep. it was like, okay, go to your home and never come out. <laughs> <You
0: know? laughs> no, seriously. Because like, I remember even when the pandemic was like kind of first happening when there were just like little rumors of coronavirus I was like oh this isn't a big deal we've had one of these before I was just like oh yeah we did this with Ebola with that time Mm -hmm. they're like hey Ebola's coming back or like oh they fixed it we had swine flu they fixed it bird flu fixed it so I'm like this is fine they're gonna figure it out in a few weeks we're gonna be okay it is now January 24th of 2021 and it is not okay (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's not. No. no, yeah, I remember praying like I would go to morning prayer in our, our the Stoughton campus of our church, and we were praying for like China and for the province that because they went into lockdown. I think a year ago today or recently, like very close yeah. to a year ago today. And I remember being like, "Oh, that's really bad for China." You know, yep. I never thought that it would. And then they were like, "There's a case in maybe it was L. A. or something." And then all of a mm. sudden, it's just like it's everywhere. <laughs> you know, um. So let's, let's just back up a little bit to January 1st, or even, I guess, December 31st of 2019. What did you think 2020 was going to look like?
0: Um, I really, honestly, didn't know because I was a depressed <laughs> at the end of 2019. Like, I was genuinely just sad. And I didn't... I what, but it's interesting because even though I was sad, like about my life at the time, like there was still like a small glimmer of like hope. Like I still was able to kind of like believe that 2020 was going to be better than 2019. Um, just because of like the situation that I had gotten out of, um, like I remember you and Victoria had done crazy face videos and, but yeah, because Victoria told me like you guys were doing like crazy face videos, and I was like, oh okay, let me just let me try this. Let me let me see. I feel really sad right now, but I'm i I'm a believe anyway. Let me see. And so I like remember. I think I still have it on my phone, hopefully. But I remember just like being really sad. Like I was literally had just finished crying before I recorded it, and I was just like, okay, so right now less sucks. But I'm believing 2020 is going to be amazing. It's going to be the best year of my life. It's going to be everything that I imagined and more. And even though like in the moment, I was just like, "Mm, this may or may not happen. I, for some reason, something came out of me to say that the opposite of what I was experiencing was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And so as like the beginning of 2020 happened, I... I felt like I was kind of like coasting through life like I was just because like I was saying I was like just so like down that like it just felt like every day was just like passing like I was just like whatever I don't think I really started feeling better until like mid-January it was yeah because I think I actually have it on my like Snapchat (laughs) like there was just a day where I was just like today was a good day. I feel good. And then I documented it. I was like, today was the day that you started feeling better. It actually, it might've been like January 20th. I can go back and look, but I remember just being like, today was a good day. And you felt good. Like you felt better than you have in the last, like, it was like six months or something. And I feel like from there, I just, it just got better and better. Um, I guess emotionally, you know, everything else in my life kind of got a little crazy. Um, but yeah, from there, I was just kind of like, okay, everything is starting to feel normal again. Um, and then trying to think what happened in February, not really much happened. Um, I did watch the uh, second to all the boys movie <laughs> with my friends. It was a great event. Um, and then the pandemic happened. And I remember it was cause I was in school. I, it was like my spring semester. And we had started off obviously like in person. And then once they were like, hey, you guys, we're not leaving our houses anymore. We started moving on to like online meetings and stuff. And so that was really interesting because I honestly didn't think it was going to last long. Like I was just kind of like, mm-hmm. like I said before, like I was just like, oh, this is going to go away in a few weeks. Like, it's not a big deal. Even when people are like, this is an airborne thing. I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was just like, you can't catch it through the air. Whatever. That's not possible like <laughs> my brain was just like no it's all gonna be fine it's gonna get fixed right um so then like you know the pandemic started and so everyone's panicking and uh, me and my roommate amanda are just trying to be normal people and just go grocery shopping but there's literally nothing (laughs) like anywhere no toilet paper no paper towels everyone's freaking out I never would have thought ever in my life that we would have had a shortage of paper towels and toilet paper. And I was just like, so if the world is really ending, what is toilet paper going to do? Like, how much toilet paper do you actually need if the world is ending? Like, really? That's your necessity? It was just crazy. Um, but that's what I can just think of from like the beginning half. I mean, not really half, that's only the first three months of
1: 2020. It but it was eventful. The first three months were eventful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I don't know what I would have done if someone had told me like going into twenty twenty, like what twenty twenty would have consisted of. I think I would have been like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I do not need to go. <laughs> I have seen enough life. Thank you so much. Just suggesting. but um first of all i think it's so powerful like what you said about um the cr- making a crazy face video and for people who are listening like don't know what that is it basically just means like speaking things into existence that we want to see in the future you know like i will by the time next year i will have like x y or Z, whatever that goal is for you mm-hmm. um and when i made mine i had not just finished crying but i was also like was very very sad for anybody who was paying attention to me at all in 2019 they know that it was a very difficult year for me Mm -hmm. um so I was also very very sad (laughs) going into 2020 um I was just kind of like at a place where I was like I don't really feel any hope for anything I feel like I'm just kind of like going through the motions I feel like things are just happening and here I am and I'm going to keep moving forward. that's what people expect me to do Mm -hmm. but I don't really want to not gonna lie to you, I really want to drop out of life. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. <laughs> right.
1: So like, so yeah, the I remember like going to church for watch night service and feeling like, um, and the year was the the name the title of the year was like the year of Jubilee, which is the year of rest, right? And also it's funny because our church name is Jubilee, mm-hmm. and um, I was ho- I was hopeful actually that day because I was like we're leaving behind. The past in another year. I was like, this is so symbolic. And then the year turned and I was so sad. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm still sad. And sometimes it feels like nobody even sees that I'm sad. So like that makes me even more sad. It feels like nobody cares that I'm so sad. And that just makes me yeah. more sad. So it was um you know, it was tough. And like I know we're just talking about the beginning of the year right now, but um I it's interesting because like I don't think I would have ever thought that. A pandemic was would, would be what I needed mm. to get me through that because it was like I would if you had told me that at the time I would be like you mean me being held in my room for the entire <laughs> year, forced to journal and reflect all the time. That's <laughs> you want me to heal. I was like that's that's stupid. Like no, I'm yeah. not gonna do that. But at the end of the day, like that did, and it was so it was so painful. I have like these thick journals of like just like angsty, angsty, angsty posts of me being like, I hate my life so much, (laughs) you know. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think like the this past year really allowed me a lot of time to be like with God, first of all, who sees me and is like, Yep, I know. Like you you may not feel like everybody else around you knows but like I know. Right. And then to just process all of it in like a way that I didn't feel like I was being judged like before him. and that was really, really helpful. So I feel like I really needed this time because I was running. I'm on Enneagram 3. We can talk about our Enneagram
0: yeah. <laughs> in a
1: while. But that basically means like it's the achiever. So I like to be doing I like to go in. I like to compete against myself and just like do as much as I can. And um, so sometimes I'm like really workaholic and I'll just be out. And I was, that's what I was doing. I was involved in everything that I could possibly mm-hmm. be involved in because I just didn't want to have to sit and deal with my feelings because they sucks my feelings Mm yeah so they found me sometimes but I was like nope we're not going to deal with that I'm going to go to this meeting and the feelings are not going to follow me there (laughs) but God was like no so like it was it was a year it was a good year but just definitely like I would say not in the way that I expected you know at at all all. so and I think I feel like you can relate to that there were a lot of like unexpected blessings that came into forms that you were just like, huh
0: yeah like even when you were talking about like the pandemic kind of being like a blessing for you i was like yeah no like in a way the pandemic was kind of like a form of protection for me like Mm -hmm. in the case of like you being like i'm just gonna get involved in all these things because of my emotions and i don't want to deal with them i was like me being involved in all these things is really messing with me right now like i literally was like i don't want to do anything because i have to literally be around people that, like, I don't want to see, I don't want to be around, like, it literally is triggering for me and anxiety inducing, and I have to do this literally every single week, and I was just like, I don't want to do this, I want to be in my room, so I don't want to be around people, I want to be in my house, so I was just (laughs) like, so when we had to be, when they started being like, hey, guys, like, you know, we're not going to be having, like, rehearsals like that anymore, we're not going to, you know, we're going to start, like, having teams, specific people are going to be singing I was like great perfect don't put my name on the list I'm perfectly fine with with being by myself that is okay but like it helped me kind of like it helped me heal in that way where I was just able to kind of like really rely on God and like I'm not saying that like my anxieties and my like triggers weren't still like a thing they very much were but like I feel like it really helped me kind of process my feelings because I didn't have to be so like bombarded by so many things like I Mm -hmm. could just like be with myself and be with God and just like hey God this is how I'm feeling right now and not and it also helped it kind of helped my like mental health a little bit too just like I didn't I didn't have to like anticipate like or prepare myself mentally to like go to church or like go to this place Mm -hmm. because I knew that certain people would be there and that it would trigger me like I didn't have to like get myself revved up and like it was just like it was a blessing in disguise and like even like you said like unexpected blessings like halfway through of course I met my boyfriend (laughs) and so it's just like you know he's great love my life love him if you're listening hello (laughs) um which he probably is but anyway um but it's just like, you know, I, and even just like, I mean, we'll be able to talk about love and stuff in our next episode or whatever, but like, even that was just like a blessing for me because like, it just really helped me close the door. I'm like an old thing. And it was really great for God to open that door for me because it was exactly what I needed. Um, so yes, I agree. I think the pandemic, although it's really hard for a lot of people, and really difficult. Lots of loss, like even I experienced loss. Like I lost my grandmother in April. And before that I lost a great aunt to cancer in March. And then like April, my grandmother and then my parents both got COVID and my dad literally almost died, had to go to the hospital because his blood sugar spiked to like almost 600. Um, Literally could have died, but God was a miracle worker, thank you um and then like the I think a week or so after that another one of my mom's aunts so another great aunt passed away and then her uncle passed away I think in May so it was just like one thing right after the other and Mm -hmm. I was like okay (laughs) I just I think I remember texting like our like group chat with like Victoria and such and I was just like yeah I don't really know what God's trying to teach me right now but I'm gonna need him to chill because this is just Mm -hmm. too much and it was a lot, but in, in the end, like I feel like overall, despite all those challenges, 2020 was like, it was good. Like I ended the year off happy. And that's what I also remember from like the crazy face video um, was that like, I remember saying like, I wanna reap joy. Like in 2020, mm-hmm. I will reap joy because right now I'm really sad, but I'm believing that in 2020, I will reap joy. And it'll be like amazing, and I'll be so happy, and it happened, and I, I was just like, yeah, God did that, because if it was up to me, I would still be sad. <laughs> but God was like, yeah, no, that's not happening
1: anymore. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that you said that too, because it's like we definitely don't want to minimize at all, like the fact that yeah, the last no. year was it was difficult in so many ways. I feel like it tried everybody's yeah. life. In, Almost half in, a
0: million people are dead.
1: Yeah, like, yeah. right but that being said you know it's still important for us to try to look at like okay what have we learned what have we gained um but I I personally like I didn't experience loss in that way but I did experience loss in terms of like people moving like I had a ton of family who lived here and all of them moved away in the span of a year and that. For me, was really difficult, especially because the year before, like I had graduated from school, I went to another state, I came back, so it was just like I was, I just felt like everybody in my life was leaving, <laughs> and that mm-hmm. was so, um, it made me feel so unstable and unrooted, yes. you know, um, and mm-hmm. I think that that was part of like the, the sadness, but I think. I definitely, you know, spoiler, I did end the year very happy.
0: <laughs>
1: and I think that's part of part of it is because, like, I realized that I was focusing so much on what I had lost that I wasn't focusing on, like, what I had gained, you know? Mm. Like, yeah. um, I remember, actually, at your sister's um, birthday party thing that she had in her backyard, which did, like, a concert. Her sister, Amber Ace, by the way, fantastic singer. Listen to her music. Mm. We'll plug her at some point. We will. <laughs> Um but anyway, I remember I wasn't gonna go that day. It was really sad and I just didn't wanna go. <laughs> and um I was like, God, I need friends. Like I need you to give me friends because I don't have friends. And that day I met like I met Kathy and Cynthia and then um met a couple of people like at church through them and now I have like all these friends and obviously I have you. And so I think last year was a really good time for me to and I think I, I have you guys a lot to thank for this too because sometimes a you Victoria Sassi you'd reach out to me and you'd be like what's going on you know like I wouldn't <laughs> even say anything yeah <laughs> <I didn't laughs> why have you been absent? tingling right. right you've been absent from the group chat for three days what is going on <laughs> <And> just, <laughs> I think that's one of the things that last year really provided me with was like showing me who is going to show up for me when I really need it because that's like trust, of course, is the most important part of any relationship. And I think I built a ton of trust and I really built a sense of community. It was a really difficult year. And so it's like the people who were not there for you, like I think that really, that really shows something about those relationships. Like if in 2020 that relationship faded, it didn't need to, it didn't yeah. anything exist. Um, so I'd like to think that I gained more out of the year than I lost. And I don't really think much about like the things that I lost anymore, I think. I mean, do they stop like, yeah. They- <laughs> yeah, no, I
0: I agree. I That like resonates with me. Just because I remember literally praying to God, like, please give me amnesia in regards to those things. Like, I was just like, all those bad things that I experienced, just give me amnesia. I don't even want to remember them. Like, hmm. if you ask me right now, oh, what about that? T-? I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about because I don't remember. Like, there are just like certain details that happened that I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what you're, what you're referring to right now.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't remember.
0: And I prayed for that. So I'd be like, thank you, God. <laughs> right. Thank you for wiping those memories. Cause I really, I'm glad that I don't remember them anymore.
1: Right. And he like redeems, you know, that's Bible, but he redeems the years mm-hmm. and he makes them the difficult years seem as if they were nothing, you know, in the grand scheme of things. And I feel like for me, and also I feel like this is true for you. I think last year strengthened me to be able to go into this year and i was kind of like you know if the year has changed but god is so bad and like i'm i'm gonna be okay like regardless of of what happens because i've been okay regardless of what happened listen i
0: went through this whole i've gone through this whole pandemic have not got covid one time i mean knock on wood thank you god (laughs) but like i haven't like i have a pretty good immune system but like not even a cold, okay? Like, mm-hmm. God
1: just a keeper. Yeah, I'm getting my vaccine on Tuesday, so by the time this like launches, oh. I'll probably be vaccinated. I'm so relieved, <laughs> excited.
0: Yeah my, <laughs> job,
1: yeah, my
0: my boss on Tuesday or Thursday, like she like left me this like email printout of like places that like we can go get vaccinated. So I have to basically just schedule my appointment, but. I was I was uh, suspicious of the vaccine at first. I was one of those people where I was like, "Mm, I don't know about all of that, because you know, you think you think like, is this really gonna work? You're hearing about other strains, and then you know, you have like crazy Christians being like, it's the mark of the beast. Don't get it. They're trying to microchip us. And I'm like, wait, so wait, what's the truth? (laughs) Hold on. Right. god is this like okay like can I actually get a vaccine or like am I going to go to hell because I got the vaccine and it's actually not going to be so, like but mm-hmm. then I'm like wait this doesn't make any sense oh, also
1: think- this
0: is sorry this is not related mm-hmm. or kind of is but not really I've been seeing a lot of things on like Twitter which I, I don't even know how we're getting into this but
1: I saw I've <laughs> been seeing things
0: on Twitter regarding like like Christian Twitter pretty much where like they're saying how, like, the things of Revelation doesn't really apply to us, like, Americans, like, to the USA, because it was just, like, there's just, like, America isn't Israel, because in, when the book of Revelation is written, it's, like, regarding Israel and everything, and I've been, like, really interested, like, I don't, I don't know who to, like, talk to about that, but I'm, like, so, Lord. right, yes, of course, <laughs> but i just, I'm just, like, so, I get like I get what they're what they mean and they're trying to you know basically tell people like hey stop thinking that like getting a vaccine is America the beast because that's not literally what it's about but it's like I don't know I'm just that's a very interesting opinion mm-hmm. I mean obviously we're not Israel and obviously like the bible is written for like um, but I just I don't know I didn't like I feel like the Bible was I don't know sense. though
1: because we do get other like vaccinations so I just don't yeah. I don't know but like specifically what you said about is I did not I'm not gonna pretend to know Revelation Revelation <laughs> scares me it yeah. scares the life out of me when I read it
0: I used to be scared of Revelation as well because like my mom was one of those Christians that made us watch Left Behind 1 and 2 religiously <laughs> <laughs> whenever it was on TV and whenever it was, if any of you guys relate. TBN was always on a loop in our house like every Sunday my mom had TBN on anytime she was home from work TBN was on so like at any point they could be playing left behind I'm very familiar with left behind too because they played that one more but like every time it played we were watching it with my mom and I was terrified like anytime my mom would say oh it's the last days my heart rate would just go up like Mm -hmm. a little bit I'd be like oh my god am I a good Christian oh my god am I gonna die like my like the fear of like, you know, denying Jesus, you're going to get, if you don't, if you don't deny Jesus, like they're going to chop your head off. They're going to bring guillotines back and start killing Christians. And I'm like, what? Like, I was like a kid. Like, like, wait, wait, what? So like, yes, I totally understand the fear, but I think this, this, um, this woman, Alex Steely, I've been, Amber told me about her um, her church, the, the Belonging Co., I think, in Tennessee. And like she, one of the sermons I was watching, she was talking about how she's been reading Revelations and like how she's saying, like, she's trying not to read it from a perspective of like being scared because she said, mm-hmm. like, Revelation isn't supposed to scare us. It's supposed to teach us, like, how to be the church in the world before Jesus comes back, essentially. So she's mm-hmm. just saying that. Like, and I, so when you said that, that's what it reminded me of.
1: Well, I think like also to talk a couple of things you just said together. It reminds me of a, a conversation we were having off air about um, <laughs> just kind of like the tendency of, I don't know if it's like our culture specifically or like the world, but just to be conspiratorial to expect mm-hmm. out of anything. So um, like, you know, in this situation or with last or with like the vaccine, just kind of expecting like, eh, this is really gonna work, you know? Mm-hmm um and uh, and we were talking about how that can be a product of like just emotional trauma and Mm -hmm. just being disappointed over and over again and just kind of like that learned helplessness of like you know what I'm just not even gonna I'm never gonna try because it does not matter um but that's not what that's not like it I feel like I was watching um I watched St. Elmo's Fire for the first time the other day oh I Um, know that
0: movie movie movie
1: yeah, I've never, I've never seen it before, young girl, bro, yeah. yes, <laughs> um, but there's this one line um, that the new Moore says, she's like, I'm 22, I'm too young to be this, sad." and I was just kind of like, you know what, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really resonate with that, and it's just yeah. kind of like, it's kind of humbling to remember, and I don't know, like, obviously, the age demographic to the people listening, I don't know how much time we have left, I don't know how much time they have left, but, like, yeah. If we live an average life, right? We're at the very beginning. And there's so many things that could happen. There's so many people if you look at like even celebrities who have made it big, people who mm-hmm. didn't like make it big until they were a certain age or like until mm-hmm. later in their career. So our life is so like it's just oh. big. You yeah. know? Um, and we've already we've already gone through so much. <laughs> our first, like in our twenties, you know, going through a pandemic, our kids are gonna oh be like, God. Do you remember that? we're gonna be like don't ever speak about again.
0: <laughs> no, literally war flashbacks. Like, right? Mom, has, what was like the year twenty twenty? Like, I
1: no, N- right? no. You said no trigger <laughs> warning before I you're mean, just gonna I drop mean, that name on me not doing
0: this today. I'm sorry, I'm not in the space to talk about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, but but aside from that, like, what do you feel? What do you feel like you learned? I know it's kind of like a loaded question, but from the, the hecticness, what would you take mm. away? Um, from
0: 2020, I learned, I guess I learned how to be more confident in myself. Like, mm. I just, I guess I kind of like believed in myself more. It was really hard, but like, you know, I just like, always have this like i just deal with anxiety in general but like i feel like every like semester that happened i was just always very stressed before like i was just always really overwhelmed i like i was that person that would email their advisor like two weeks before the semester started to be like hey can i like talk to you so we can like figure out like what my plan of study is like you know, how is it looking, like, regarding, like, graduation, like, that was me, like, I'm pretty sure my advisor finds me funny, because I'm just a stress ball all the time, and then when we talk, I'm, like, oh, I had nothing to stress about, but it's just, like, every semester, that's, like, how it was for this year, especially with, like, it being a pandemic, like, it was just kind of, like, my spring semester ended with the pandemic, and then I went into fall semester, not fall semester, summer semester, and that was just, like, I just did work from, I took two summer classes and I literally did work from like May to July, just straight up school for those like three months. And then Mm -hmm. I had what, like a month off and then it was school again for fall because my fall semester starts in August because I was in the South. But like, yeah. And then it was like a no break fall semester. So I was just like, I'm going to lose my mind. Like it was just like nonstop work and I was stressed and anxious, but then like each semester I would end with an A (laughs) in all of my classes, Mm -hmm. my GPA has remained a 4.0 since I started school three years ago. And I'm just like, stop stressing yourself out. Like you can do this. Like you're, you're good. Like you're smart, you're capable, you can do it. And I feel like as each semester went on, I had to keep, like, encouraging myself, and I also felt like it was God just kind of, like, just confirming, like, this is what I want for you, just because, like, I remember in my spring semester of last year, I was in a group counseling class, and I had to lead a group session, and my professor, she was, like, giving me, like, her notes and her review, and she was just, like, you know, you have, like, a natural, like, therapist voice and I was like what (laughs) and she was just like yeah like you just she's like just like the way she's like how like where did you learn to speak like that and I was like what do you what do you mean like she was just like you just speak with just like a very like counselor voice you're very like peaceful like you're just very calming and I was just like oh I don't know that's just how I talk (laughs) like I was just like I don't I don't know, that's just how, she's like, that's really good, she's like, that's gonna really help you, like, in your sessions, like, you're gonna really help people, like, feel comfortable with you, and I was just like, okay, dang, cool, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then, like, we, and then people were, like, giving me, like, their feedback and stuff, and, like, one of the, one of my classmates was just, like, yeah, like, your voice is just so soothing, like, it's just so, like, comforting, and I was just, like, what, (laughs) and then I just, like, I don't know I just felt like God was just like yeah you're supposed to be here because of course you probably understand like being in graduate school and being especially like in a counseling program you're like can I even do this am I cut out for this and God Mm -hmm. was just kind of like yes you are so stop stressing about it and so like even with that and then like I was saying from then on like from the beginning of like my program I've just kept an A and I'm honestly telling you it's God it's me but it's also like God is just like yeah I got you so I I, with all of that being said I definitely feel like I gained confidence in myself and like not even just like with school but even just like in general like I lost I lost 30 pounds in 2020 I like Mm -hmm. was really committed in like to my health that was part of the things that I really wanted to work on in 2020. And I did it. I uh, lost 30 pounds. It was great. Um, and like, you know, I just feel like I just grew into myself in 2020. It was a very like, it was a pruning, but a blossoming year at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny how that happens? Like the most growth happens out of like, is it <laughs> the most pain? Yes. And it's so interesting to how like the one, the one counting you out was you. Like you were the obstacle Mm -hmm. to your own, but imposter syndrome, like it happens, you know, it happens to all of us. And I think in a way also that shows you that you care a little bit. I remember one time I asked a pastor before he was going to preach, like, do you not get nervous speaking to all these people? And he was like, no, I do get nervous. I get nervous every time I've been preaching for a very long time. Mm -hmm. I get nervous every time, but I'm okay with that because it just shows me that I care. And I was like, that's really powerful. I like that. Um, and so it gave me a new perspective. Like, I don't ever wanna to get to a position where like, I don't care what happens when I yeah. go into a counseling session with a student mm-hmm. and I'm like, eh, whatever. Whatever happens with your life is none of my business, you know, <laughs> um, but you're gonna be a great, and I have to say I agree about that, um, the, great, the great therapist voice. I feel like confidence is something that I would say I gained last year too. Um, for sure I started to like just kind of question like what am I accepting in my life um, am I accepting like less than I deserve like in the way even like the way people talk to me or even the way that I talk to myself like why am I allowing this to transpire like why yeah. not setting boundaries I like that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah yeah it, which is hard setting boundaries is I'm sure you, under, you understand this so hard especially yeah. as like like woman of color okay let's just like let's just break down that that boundary exactly. for a second mm-hmm. like it's hard because you're kind of just expected to like be a person that like is agreeable all the time yes. you know yes. and like first first um firstborn children too i think that kind of falls into yes. that um mm-hmm. so it's just this this whole like sphere of like you just should be someone that is like chill you know mm-hmm. <laughs> and you just should not be anything other than chill oh my god so it's just go ahead sorry yeah no yeah so I know just <laughs> yep that's the feeling. but um, <laughs> um but aside from that too I think like and if you want to if you want to comment more on that we can we can circle back to it but yeah um, we'll
0: put a pin in it we we'll, yeah, mm-hmm,
1: put a pin we'll, we'll loop back. but um, <laughs> I think another thing I learned too is that like there's beauty and vulnerability um I had gone into the year I think with just like in my head I was like I just don't want to be in pain so I was just kind of like you know when you watch The Vampire Diaries and they like shut off their emotions (laughs) I think humans can do that too like that's a trauma response you know maybe not in the same way that they do in The Vampire Diaries but like Um,
0: apathy that's completely shutting off your human switch
1: (laughs) <laughs> we for sure. We for sure do that. Yeah, like we dissociate. We're like, I'm just not gonna be here. I'm mm-hmm. not present right now because it's just too painful. But also that like shuts us off from experiencing like joy, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so I think I spent a lot of time watching like like corny shows and like reading books that like really like I read The Cool Prince is a um it's the first book in a trilogy called The Folk of the Air, it's, like, this super fantasy book with, like, mm-hmm. this couple that I love, it's, like, the, um, enemies to lovers trope, which is a yes. and then I watched, <laughs> I watched, uh, Jane the Virgin, and, and, um, Ariel knows how I feel about, yes. and it was just, like, I, I know it's so dumb, but, like, like we were saying before, art is so powerful, mm-hmm. um, in, kind of, bringing those those emotions out of you. Like, I was like, I want to love somebody like I love Rafael Solano. <laughs>
0: you did, you me to do that. You did.
1: <laughs> so I have, to, I have to text Justin Baldoni one day and be like, so you brought <laughs> love back into my life. <laughs> you inspired me because I fell in love with you. Basically, but yeah. So I think that was one of the things that I learned, you know, just like being vulnerable and feelings are good, even sad feelings. Like they can be channeled yeah. into- art and making be channels into helping other people because i feel like a lot of people have approached me about things even unknowingly approached me about things that i've gone through in the past and like do you know anything about this can you help me with this and i'm like girl do i <laughs> you know <laughs> um so that's been really cool like i said i feel like i gained more than i lost is there anything you to add to that um yeah i think it was even when you were saying
0: like what you were saying to yourself because I, I think in, I think I started it in like 2019, but like I think in 2020 I really like affirmed myself a lot. Because like I used to be somebody that like always spoke negatively about herself, like in every aspect. But like this year I was like, you're smart, okay? Like you're you're mm-hmm. amazing. You are the best version of yourself that you could ever be right now. Or, like, I would catch myself in the mirror and be like, ooh, girl, you're cute. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, skin. Okay, fit. Like, I would just like, <laughs> hype myself up because I was just, like, I never used to do that before. And I was just, like, really committed to being, like, I'm going to hype myself up because, first of all, I deserve to. But secondly, I don't want to be comfortable with, like, thinking negatively about myself, which I think even like women we do in general, like, I think we see it as like a form of like humility, which I think is terrible. Cause I'm just like, Mm -hmm. I don't think humility is literally putting yourself down and making you think that you're not worth anything. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't believe that's a definition of humility. I think that's a terrible definition. I think you can still love yourself and find yourself great and amazing and not think of yourself as like, I guess superior to others. Like I think- that's fine I think that's a great definition of humility like yes I am great I am amazing I'm an a, impeccable individual but mm-hmm. I also know that like I'm not better than the homeless guy that's on the street right now and I'm not better than my coworker. like you know what I'm saying like so I felt like I learned how to speak to myself in like a better way and I'm not saying that every day was perfect because it wasn't like I still had moments where I was just like mm, I don't like what I look like right now but like you know, it's a day-by-day process. I think it's a lot of unlearning. That's what I was going to say. I learned a lot too. And I think that was part of like my healing process of 2020. Like I had to unlearn a lot of things and stop believing all this negative self-talk or just like, you know, whenever the enemy would try to like make me anxious and like trigger me and be like, actually, this is really terrible. And this is going to happen. And your life is going to be, the worst thing you'd ever experienced. And I'm just like uh, like stressed. And then mm-hmm. i had have to be like, okay, stop. Let's just stop. Because I learned I learned in therapy. Shout out to Tabitha. Um how to just like just stop stopping. Just be like, nope, I'm not, no we're not engaging with this. Nope, we're not thinking about this. We don't need to talk about this. And not because mm-hmm. I was like avoiding talking about it, but it's just like no nope, this is not, this is not beneficial to my mental health right now. We're not doing this.
1: Yeah. Um, so I feel like I learned that too. Yeah. No, that reminds me of the fact that, um, I once heard somebody say like, just because a thought passes doesn't mean you have to grab it, you know, you, and it also doesn't mean it's true. Like what you're saying, if you're thinking like, oh, I don't look good today, you could be like, mm-hmm. reject. <laughs> Thank yeah. you for the suggestion, but I reject yeah. that. And I, I even love what you said about um learning too because it kind of just reminds me of like you know if you're trying to download an app onto a computer that has full storage the computer's like no we do not have space for this app yep and you have to go in you have to look at like the little bar like okay this much is dedicated Ah. to photos and you have to go in first of all why there's so many pictures on a computer that I never looked at (laughs) my computer Uh, currently is doing that like I keep opening my computer (laughs)
0: um the storage on this disk is low please fix it and i'm like i don't know what to delete and it'll just show me everything and i'm like okay so what if my photos take up 44 gigabytes
1: okay yes that exact that exact situation that was like us last year trying to ask god to like bless us but god was like the storage is full
0: you need to delete <laughs> some
1: stuff <laughs> And you're, and Loved you're looking it. and you're like, I'm overwhelmed because there's so much I feel like that needs to be deleted, mm-hmm. you know, but it's just like, if you, one day at a time, are like today, I'm letting go of this a little bit, maybe not even all of it. Cause like mm-hmm. when you think about things like forgiveness, that's hard. It's like a process. That's,
0: ooh, that's an everyday struggle. Oh yeah. Especially you, if you get reminded of somebody that you don't want to mm-hmm. forgive. You're like, I got to wet. And the or they hurt you life.
1: again. Or that person hurts you again, mm-hmm. and <laughs> you're like, now I have to forgive you again. But the i pop, like, like, the Bible says the
0: thought that I haven't forgiven you for <laughs> the first thing.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But you know, the Bible says, like, how many times you forgive? Like, 70 times. 70. Mm-hmm. What? 7 times 70. Why mm-hmm. am I forgetting? Oh, that is, is it 70 times 7? Seven? There it is. Thank you. <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I promise oh, I love this. God. <laughs> but yeah 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 so I think like this year I suppose this year is going to be a real year of adding because last year had to be a year of subtraction so that Mm -hmm. we can make space like for yeah so for sure so it was um to rate last year in terms of like stars like (sighs) one out of five what would you give it Hmm.
0: definitely is not getting a full five out of five um what that's so surprising
1: <laughs>
0: think I would give it I will give it like a three like because it was like, there was still some bad but like you know there were still good like God was it was, a, it was a very average year like three I guess average would be two and a half but I think three is a good number
1: yeah, I feel like three, two, just because it was, like, there was good, there was bad, but I feel like there was slightly more good than there was bad, hence the mm-hmm. point five that has been added. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, yeah, so a year for the books, and I feel like we'll be processing, like, what it meant, both in terms of, like, our personal lives, also if you think about just the world in general, yeah. like, how we're going to think about germs, there was an election, now we have a new president, like, a lot has changed, and, you know, we're going to be seeing the impact of that. For a long for a long time. Uh, so absolutely. So but we'll see and we'll continue the process. Like what, what this means. I'm, just,
0: I'm just like, please, God, no, no murder hornets, no mess. <laughs> I don't want that anymore. Like me and Sassy were talking about that. She was like, remember when we had like murder hornets for a second? Like what happened to those? I was like, you know what? I don't I don't want them to come back. So it's fine. So on. <laughs>
1: And like, we were, oh, sorry,
0: go ahead. I was going to, and I was saying like, and there was like some point in time where there was just like, I think it was Saudi Arabia or at some country over on that side of the world where they just like had like a locust storm. And I was like, so are we experiencing like exodus right now? Like Which what is, oh my
1: God, that's what I was going to say. So we were doing a Bible study of that, of the plagues. like <laughs> while wow, oh, this is happening. And I was like, this is so weirdly, timely i feel like we're just living exodus part two but there was freedom and redemption at the end of exodus so um, yeah sure was. there sure was but we'll see so we'll see not but so we will see what happens <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so this has been so fun talking yes. to you i've really enjoyed it. it was like i said we've been talking about doing something of the sort for whoever, whoever. forever yes um but do you want where to tell people where to find your stuff? When, what you got going on? Um, I mean, I will probably be
0: releasing my next blog post for February in
1: mm-hmm.
0: like two weeks or so. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. Ace is the place. That is A-I-S, not A-C-E. A-I-S is the place on Instagram. And then in there my the link to my blog is in my bio, um, but otherwise I'm starting a new semester, actually started a new semester, I'm going to be seeing clients this week for the first time, so that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. Um, I'll probably be talking about that, at, you know, b- during this um, and how that's been going, but pretty much that's really what I've been working on or what I'm going to be doing.
1: Love it. Love it so much. You. Yeah. for me um you can find me on amazon at um well you can just type melina braga and some of my books will come up you can also find me on instagram at xoxo meet and i have a, a link to my website that's in there and if you buy books through my personal website i can find them and send them to you and that's so much more fun than getting them from jeff bezos so um <laughs> i personally think <laughs> um and yeah i have like this little short story actually on 2020 that I'm planning on releasing like a series of slides on Instagram hopefully by the wow. time that we publish this it will be out if not be on the lookout for it it's cute it's That's like so, a page long yeah I like it so already yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like it
0: already you don't even
1: notice yeah. about
0: it. <laughs> I know but it's already going to be amazing so
1: I love it <laughs> but <laughs> this has been so much fun Ariel I love you and I cannot wait to continue to do this yes I love you too so So much. (laughs) Bye guys. Bye guys.